baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It is Tuesday. It is Tuesday. I was messed up with Dan earlier today. I thought it was Wednesday. I think this is the first time I've worked a full week in five weeks, six weeks. I'm not doing it. You're, I'm yeah, off you're off tomorrow. Yeah, no, what I'm the heck? I can't, I can't do five days. The four-day work week, as much as I rail against the laziness of everyone who wants to stay home, like being home, very, very nice. Not coming to work every day. It's a pretty good deal. I recommend it. Now, I've come around, but I will be here every day this week. Uh, knowing it is Tuesday is uh, helpful because on Tuesdays at 4, we do a segment called To Russia Eat. And Derusha Eats is brought to you by the Minnesota Pork Board and by Liquor Boy. Our guests today are the entrepreneurs behind Minnesota's only N.A. Soda Taproom. We spend a lot of time talking about, you know, distilleries and craft beer. And this month, where so many people are trying dry January, there is a soda company with a new tap room in New Brighton. And we're so glad uh, to have the founders of the company with us here today, Jesse Hopkins and David Sargami. Thank you guys so much for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, tell me the story about Northern uh, Soda, because Northern Soda Company started when? So it started in about 2018. I mean, the, the process for building the company started then, and we we slowly started assembling a team of people that were willing to potentially leave their jobs and make soda pop for a living. So over that 2018-2019 period, we got the group together and started this company. Uh, that's Jesse Hopkins, David Sargami. Uh, what, what was it about soda? Well, I guess for me, it starts from a consumer standpoint. When I was a kid, I, I loved consuming soda. And so <laughs> it always brought back some memories going to the barber shop with my father and my brothers and cousin and getting the old school glass bottle out of the machine. So to be direct and honest with your question, too, until I met Jesse, probably owning a soda company or being on the manufacturing <laughs> side of it wasn't necessarily on the radar, but it's it's certainly been a heck of an experience. What's your background, David, before you came to this? So my background is in education and kind of managing behavior. I worked in that realm as well as working with uh, boys groups and called Opportunities for Boys and trying to connect them in the community mm -hmm. and building relationship-based programs. Programs. And Jesse, you've been, well, you've been working on creating soda flavors for a long time, right? Well, yeah, but previous to that, I was a, a teacher in White Bear Lake and a school principal. So both of us made this, you know, seem like the logical step to go from <laughs> educators to making soda. But yeah, that's the way the path took us. Do you miss the classroom at all? Oh, yeah, definitely. I was just talking about that with one of the other guys. Um, miss it parts of it greatly. I'm just working with kids, but there are a lot of commonalities in what we do. Our 
we're right now, especially with the new tap room opening up, we're we're here to serve people, and really that's what you're doing every day with students. And so we now we're serving people beverages. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I was just going to say, definitely, I miss the education field and working with those groups and connecting with the community. It's probably some of the most rewarding work that I've ever done in my life. Um, so definitely miss those aspects. But piggying back a little bit off of what Jesse said, now that we do have this tap room available, we want to be very community-friendly and community-minded where we can now hopefully mm-hmm. use the tap room and our production manufacturing space as almost like an extension to the classroom. Uh, Northern Soda Company is the name of the business. The new tap room is very close to Twin Cities. One of my uh, one of my followers on X, on uh, the former Twitter, uh, said today that this is one of her favorite soda brands. She loves the uh, uh, the cream soda and the root beer, and she said the tap room sounded far. But she looked it up, and it's not that far, <laughs> yeah, <it's close. laughs> which yeah, I think is pretty funny. Like, sometimes you think you're like, oh, man, like New Brighton New Bri- <laughs> sounds very far away. New Brighton is not far away. No. No, in fact, I literally came to the studio here today from our office in New Brighton, and it, I think it took me less than 15 minutes to mm. get here and park. So, Jesse, when you started uh, creating some of these flavors, what yep. was your first Northern Soda Company flavor? Uh, first, it was root beer. Root beer. So, yeah. That and did you think, did that take you back to being a kid? Because root beer, you can do, there, I mean, if you've tried a number of craft root beers, mm-hmm. the flavor profile is all over the place. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. They all, they all did. Kind of same story as David, like. Going back to my youth, uh, so many of my memories have soda involved, whether it's mm. fishing with my dad or things yeah. like that. But one of the greatest was going to the pop shop where there used to be in many places like this when I was a kid. And you could go in and there was just a sea of flavors and you would walk around and be able to pick. It wasn't just cola and root beer. There right. were so many different flavors. And I got to make my case. And those vanished. And it always – it killed me that they vanished. I didn't know why they vanished. And, and that was a big part of the motivation to try to bring something like that back, that a memory that, you know, was was great and not able to be reproduced. And yeah, I can. Yeah. I, as a kid, like, I grew up in suburban Chicago. Okay. So my parent, like, my mom was always drinking tab. Yeah. Sure. Right? Yeah. But sure. I was not uh, – I wasn't allowed to drink soda. It except on, like, special occasions. And in Chicago, there's a a soda unique to that area called Green River. Okay. Oh, yeah. And so that, as a kid, was, like, the coolest thing ever Mm -hmm. to get, like, in a pint glass, like, that shockingly green color. It just, there was something about that that probably, for my parents, maybe made them think of, like, the 1950s. For sure. Yep. Is that sort of where you started when you were creating recipes? Like, did you try to go back to the old way of doing it? Yeah, definitely. Um, I I wanted to create soda, like recipes as they were. So did a lot of research and Hmm. went and worked with some Wisconsin, small Wisconsin soda makers and um, spent time at my college library looking at microfiche and coming up with uh, finding recipes and flavors that soda fountains had and starting from there and making hundreds and hundreds of versions of those sodas in my basement in a little lab I made. Huh. Which <laughs> oh, so, crazy. Yeah, so lots of lots of trial and error, lots of versions. I do feel like Wisconsin has more craft soda mm-hmm. uh, than, than people think about. Everyone thinks of Wisconsin and beer. Right. 
But you look at, I mean, Sprecher mm-hmm. uh, makes some really cool sodas. Yeah, yeah, there were, and you there, can get them in those stores here. But there are a lot more craft brands in, there in Wisconsin. Are. Right? Yeah, there was a time where almost every community had their own bottler, hmm. and you know, over the course of time, they vanished. What was? What's the obstacle? Is it just the behemoths that are the Coke and the Pepsi and the Seven uh, Up? Yeah, I would say um, that is certainly an obstacle, but more on the local level, the obstacle is navigating your distribution and how do you get shelf space in grocery store and how do you get your product to this brewery or that ice cream shop. Um, Fortunately or unfortunately, we're small enough where really those big box brands are not our main competitors. It's more about, you know, making it work as a mom and pop operation and and securing that shelf space in stores. Our guests today are the co-CEOs of Northern Soda Company, Jesse Hopkins and David Zargami. How many flavors do you guys have? That's a tough one to answer because I... We probably have in our books, we've made over 100 flavors. Um, They're not all in cans and available for distribution. They might be on tap, but I mean, really, it's it's sort of limitless. We we make new flavors almost daily. Have I been calling it? uh, (laughs) Is it soda? Is it pop? Is it Coke? That's a very controversial (laughs) question. Your company is called Northern Soda, but generally we call it pop around here, don't we? Definitely, and the kind of what you were picking. You're saying you're from. Wait a minute. You're yeah. from suburban <laughs> Chicago. I'm from rural Iowa, and so in oh. there we definitely called it pop. But right. now since we've started this business, I've kind of taken more of a politician's role and just referred to it as <laughs> soda pop. It is, it's so soda that way pop. I'm covered. Everybody is happy. Yes. Everybody. David, David's got the right approach there. I think that's right. It is a funny like. It is a funny controversy, but it does go to some of the joy. I think and the fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to college in Milwaukee, and we would have the bubbler versus water fountain right. debate. It's sort of the same <laughs> the same thing. I guess if you're from the South, you call it Coke. Yeah, right? which that one really doesn't make sense. No. But, but it is a fact. Right. <laughs> Everything is Coke. <laughs> Everything, yeah. 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 What kind of Coke do you want? Yeah. Yeah. Fanta. You're like, what? <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Uh, Northern Soda Company is the name of the company, just launched a new tap room. I went to your tap room in Arden Hills, which wasn't really a tap room. It was like a room. (laughs) Correct. With a tap. (laughs) I brought the kids. I was like, this is going to be great. It was like, okay. It's still like, it's something you could do with the kids. But Mm. now you describe what, well, how about we do this? Why don't we take a break? We'll come back. Describe what this tap room is like for everybody. uh, And we'll talk about some of the, uh, flavors you came up with that flopped. We'll talk sure. about that. Right. Four nineteen, uh, talking soda or pop or coke, whatever you want to call it. Here on De Russia Eats. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app, the biggest sports radio stations in the country, providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams, all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives, streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Northern Soda Company with us here on Derusha Eats. They have just opened a new craft soda tap room. So cool to have something you can go do with your friends if you're not drinking alcohol this month or bring your family, bring the kids, an ice option. Uh, brand new, open here in the Twin Cities. Our guest, 
Jesse Hopkins and David Sargami, the co-CEOs of Northern Soda. Um, talk about talk about this tap room. What is it? What is it like? What was your vision? Yeah, the, the tap room so far, Jason, has been a ton of fun. Our vision was essentially community based and creating a family friendly environment, accepting and welcoming to everybody. So when you first come into the tap room, you'll first run into our gigantic soda wall. So you'll see just over right now, I think 25 flavors in cans. We also, the tap room's been fun where we've been able to partner with a lot of local businesses that have supported us and sold our soda in their pizza shop Ah, or in their popcorn shop. So you can find a lot of local snacks as well. And then we have ice cream, so we can do floats with any flavor. We got slushies. We also have 10 flavors on tap that we don't can. And so what's been really popular since we started is flights, which is four four four-ounce pours. Cool. So you can kind of try a variety of everything. And so we probably sold more flights than any other single item out of the tap room. And then we have a big screen TV, so we have the Vikings games, Timberwolves, Twins, Lynx, all that going on do movie nights. We have some arcade machines, pinball, uh, board games. And then we do a lot of uh, events as well from bingo to uh, trivia to um, what's the latest one we did. We had tales in the tap room where we connect with local authors throughout the state of Minnesota and bring them in for book readings. And then the other thing that we're surprised about that people seem to really enjoy is production tours. So Mm -hmm. taking people back into the factory, showing them how we make our soda and kind of walking them through our process has been really fun to do. And then also just connecting with those folks and getting people to think like, hey, instead of going to Chuck E. Cheese's for another birthday party, let's bring the kids out to Northern Soda. So we've been doing a lot of birthday parties or corporate events, those types of things. We also want to encourage the folks to come check us out. Uh, Very cool. You guys... uh have created a special soda for the Winter Carnival in St. Paul, right? Yes. yes. So uh, that How'd one... I do? How is the sound there, Dan? All right. <laughs> it All right. There it is. This is called Cranberry Lime Poptail? Correct. So that's one that's almost geared like it's a mocktail right out of the can. But then even when we did the release party, oh, wow. we did a couple mocktails with that soda. So it's a pretty diverse offering where you can make some fun mocktail flavors, but then you can also dress it up into a real cocktail sure. as well if you'd like. That's really good. It's very limey and uh, sort of that undercurrent of cranberry there. Really yeah. refreshing. Very yeah. nice. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you guys use cane sugar mm-hmm. and, you know, when our kids were younger and looking at soda, my wife and I would get in arguments where I'm like, no, we should have like the, the you know, low calorie. And she's like, no, I don't want to give the kids this weird whatever the sugar <laughs> is. So she always was looking for cane sugar. Mm-hmm. Was that, why, why did you guys go with cane sugar as an ingredient? I mean, really just the, the flavor and the authenticity of our product. We want it to be soda as it was when we were younger. And that's what it was. And... Um, yeah, I, I think just using something that is a, a natural product, I think you can absolutely tell the difference between a cane sugar soda and one that's made with something else. Yeah. Uh, so for us, I mean, it's soda, are, right? Like yeah. we know no, no one's out there. Well, I'm sure for business it'd be fine for you, but no one's yeah. out there saying you should be <laughs> chugging, uh, you know, a six pack of soda in an afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Where I mean, you typically won't find this on the shelf in the health market. <laughs> no. Right, that's no. not what we're doing. No, Correct. we don't encourage people to go run five miles and then, you know, cool down with and a do soda. That. <laughs> but if you're drinking soda, if you're looking for a treat, 
yeah. then you know you can support local and do it this way. And that's kind of how it is. You know how my wife and I have approached it with our kids. If we're having a movie night or we're doing something special, they we have a special drink usually, and so our kids do too. And that's mm. that's yeah. where this comes in. And it's a it's something we don't we don't even really encourage. We we wouldn't want someone drinking a whole case of this and. A two-day period. Right. It's something to savor. And you guys it. are in all uh, most of the grocery stores, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, has that is it hard when you go to them and you're like, okay, we have this idea. Here's our can. Here's our product. Is it hard to get on the shelf? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not easy. It's not like a Kevin Garnett slam dunk by any means. <laughs> but fortunately, what we found is that, especially like a Kowalski's or a Lunds Byerly's. Oxendale market. These folks want to work with local vendors and local manufacturers. And I think just in general, the state of Minnesota does pretty well uh, just rallying behind their own companies and supporting them. So just like we get a lot of consumer support throughout the state, also we find that the retailers have been relatively friendly to work with in store as well. Good. All right. If Cub is listening, you would like to be on the shelves permanently <laughs> yes. there. Correct. Circuit yeah, right. to Cub. <laughs> uh, David Sargami and Jesse Hopkins from Northern Soda. Jesse, one flavor that you guys tried where it was like, oof, oh. this was a failure. Well, I'd like to say there have been zero in that department, <laughs> but unfortunately there are. Um, I would say the, the, the most aggressive creative take I ever attempted was to make a soda out of beet juice Ooh. and orange juice. So Ooh. citric beets. To me, it sounded great, but to the people who sampled it, uh, great was not a word that came out of their (laughs) mouth. Um, The soda Too earthy or what? What um, My father described it as spicy dirt. Okay. So, so, you know, that has a catch to it. Maybe maybe we could use that as a slogan, but we decided, you know, that one's just going to go down the drain. (laughs) You know, maybe, maybe, who knows? Maybe tastes will change over the years and citric beets will make a comeback, but I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> Probably not. It's a very Dwight Schrute uh, friendly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Ah, I missed it. This, yeah, that's that, true. That was the marketing angle oh, for the you office there. tie-in. That's right. Then you, <laughs> I'm sure that'd be very expensive to <laughs> yeah. have any sort of yeah, even indirect. Yeah, uh, we can't reference. afford Rain Wilson. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, Northern Soda, brand new craft room, uh, tap room rather in New Brighton. Check it out. Before you guys go. I want you to give me a couple restaurant recommendations of places that you'd like to visit. What do you got? Gosh. Off the top of my head nearby would say Farmer's Grandson Eatery. Oh, yeah. I like Smack Shack quite a bit. And let's go for QC Pizza. Oh. Out in as very well. Very good pizza. Right. Yes. Very good. Quad Jeez. City style. All right. That's David Sargami. Jesse Hopkins. I am going to go, uh, my wife and I were just at Forge and Foundry. It's a distillery, so it's maybe not a restaurant down in downtown Stillwater. Just, like, absolutely awesome. Oh, absolutely nice. awesome. Um, then I'm going to go with, I'm from White Bear Lake, so I'm going with Eat at Fifth and Banning, a little cafe, but it is, like, the greatest human beings on earth work there. Cool. And you cannot go there and be disappointed. Impossible. Nice. Awesome. White Bear Lake, underrated. Yes. Underrated. Vastly. Very good. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Uh, the the tap room is open Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So at night and then all day on the weekends. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate Thank it. You. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Northern Soda Company. You, you'll recognize these cans in the grocery store. Very kind of 50s, 60s nostalgic looking. Cool design. Great tasting, too. Thanks, guys. Uh, iPhone celebrates a birthday. I have a proposition for iPhone owners. 
So I, I need you to call 651-461-9226 if you're an iPhone owner open to a proposition. We'll talk about that next on CCO. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 